Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joan Ash on Live 95. Questions are being asked about how new homes are being delivered in Limerick. We heard on Live 95 News this morning that construction has started on nearly 800 homes in Limerick so far this year. And of course, that's great news that the progress is being made. None really were built during the pandemic. But uh, people are raising certain issues because people have been looking at new builds in a number of places in Castle Troy and wanted to find out how to buy them but they were hitting stone walls. We've had some confirmation that significant numbers of the homes currently under construction have either been bought directly by an approved housing body or have been allocated to various other schemes such as cost rental and cost affordable or right sizing. And to be fair, all of this needs to be addressed as well, but it is raising certain questions. And our own Nigel Dugdale has been looking into this. Nigel, um, Nigel, what have you found? Yeah, so Gillian, after talking to a number of people on the ground in Castle Troy particularly, there seems to be, at the moment, a concern relating to two sites. So the first site is called Newtown Meadows. And for people who would know Castle Troy, maybe don't, just to give you an idea of where that is, it's located just alongside Castle Troy College and right beside the Greenway itself. It's being built by a company called Formation Homes. The planning application was submitted by a company called Osprey. When planning was submitted on this development, there were numerous objections or people had concerns. Particularly the norm. To the norm, yes. I mean, and looking into them, they were particularly in relation to a block of two apartments that would, two blocks of apartments that would be located in Newtown Meadows. The concerns they raised were mostly due to size and scale, but also the fact that I suppose historically, very few apartments have been built in Castle Troy. They're normally semi-detached or detached houses. And in my research, I've found that on this Newtown Meadows development, the two apartment blocks have been bulk purchased from plans and will not come to market. That's 63 homes over two blocks. Okay, and who's going to be taking or purchasing those apartments? So I contacted a an approved housing body called Cluid Housing. This is an approved housing body. They have confirmed to me in a statement that they have purchased the two blocks of apartments. And I just want to look at the statement there. They said they're working on a number of exciting new schemes in Limerick. And they did confirm that in the Newtown Meadows development, they would be Cluid would be acquiring the 63 apartments over the two blocks in Newtown Meadows. And um, these will be for age-friendly occupiers aged 55 and over. The scheme will be managed by CLAN, which is a division of Cluid Housing, Gillian, and they would be providing age-friendly housing and management services. And they went on to say that they're working closely with Limerick City and County Council on the development of several council-owned sites in the city. One of those they mentioned would be the Speaker's Corner site, some would know, on Lower Carey's Road. That has planning for 36 apartments, and they expect construction to start early um, next year. But they also said, interestingly, the team are also in discussions with several private developers across the city regarding the purchase of social and cost rental housing and that these schemes could lead to the delivery of over 200 homes across the city in the next three years. So summarising the Newtown Meadows development, the concern here that's been raised is that organs of the state are buying from plans and nobody will have the chance to buy or rent one of these apartments from the private um, market and there's a concern from various people that I've spoken to. So overall, the social housing provision in the Newtown Meadows phases is expected to be up at around forty-one percent. 
Okay, and there's a second site as well that people are raising questions over in Castle Troy? Yes, yeah, so, so bookending the Greenway, um, so one, one side of the Greenway where uh, Castle Troy College is, at the other end, located just beside Chalk's Garage and the new GAA headquarters, people will know it on the Dublin Road, or if you want, just opposite the Little Development, Little on the Dublin Road, a development which is currently on site that will see um, 222 homes by Cairn Homes. Now, again, it's my understanding, having done some research and some talking to various people over on this over the past few weeks that none of these homes are to come to market. They've been bulk purchased in advance for social and affordable housing. So to give you my understanding of the breakdown here, 78 of those homes are going to be confirmed for social with an approved housing body taking the biggest share. 136 of those are to be cost rental through the Land Development Agency and an approved housing body and eight for right sizing, which is where people might be able to move from larger homes down. But they've also included um, transfers in that as well. So depending on the way the right sizing mix goes, you could be looking at a mix of the Cairn Homes development at around 39% social potentially. Okay, and when you say the transfer, what did you mean by that? So a transfer is where somebody in social housing already already would move into another social housing unit within the development. It's, it's mentioned as um, transfers or right sizing. Okay. Explain to me what is an approved housing body. Okay, so it's a difficult one because approved housing bodies come in different shapes and sizes, but there's approximately 500 approved housing bodies operating in Ireland at the moment and in or around 50, 50 plus actively operating in Limerick. However, large approved housing bodies have tended to operate on a national basis. So historically, approved housing bodies would have provided purely social housing, but recently they've branched out into affordable in some parts of Ireland, mainly in, in Cork and Dublin. Um, one of the examples I'll give you, we recently covered a story, Arwick Willen, which it was developed by Cooperative Ireland Housing out on the Blood Mill Road. And I went out and covered the opening of that. And it was a magnificent development. The people that are living they're all delighted with their homes and also the fact that because it's cooperative you know they have their housing associations set up and it really does look well so designed well so different types of approved housing bodies from age friendly to community housing however the large ones in this case are focusing on providing homes by either purchasing them from developers or building them themselves and there's now a growing concern I suppose that given the number of AHBs or approved housing bodies that they're in com- competition with workers for housing, owner-occupiers, and especially when they bulk purchase homes before they hit the market. And I suppose because of the nature of demand versus supply, if you're bulk purchasing developments before they hit the market, there's simply less homes for others. So, you know, one of the examples was given, if you think of the housing market like a piece of cake with 10 slices, if 20 people want to slice a piece of that cake and one person comes in and buys five, it leaves the remainder competing for the other five. And kind of that's what the housing market is being described at the moment where organs of the state who are looking to provide housing but workers are also looking to buy or rent and they're all competing for what's basically limited supply. But is it an, it's not a good thing that they're providing housing for people who've been waiting on the social housing list for such a long time and then other people like these schemes, the cost and affordable ha- homes, uh, they're people who might not qualify otherwise to be able to buy other houses that are on the market. And I suppose it's absolutely, and as we reported this morning, houses are being built and we're we're demanding that houses are being built. And if, you know, if you drive around Castle Troy at the moment, you'll see loads of construction. And and I'm mentioning Castle Troy because we're using Castle Troy as this microcosm of what possibly is a bigger picture. But like other parts of the city are the same. We've big plans effectively for a new community in Ballysimon, you know, so things are happening. 
Under Project Ireland 2040, the population of Limerick is expected to grow by about 56,000. So in terms of housing, you've got to think of the proportions that are being released for owner-occupiers, um, worker housing. And that's starting from a very low base. So we could say that in this case, you know, boxes are being ticked by the state agencies, organs, org organs of the state for social housing delivery, but the questions that are being asked is that to the detriment of private and affordable as there's only limited supply. I think the important thing to note here, Gillian, is I'm hearing that leaders across foreign direct investment companies are concerned around the housing that is being provided for their existing workforce and importantly, those who are going to start working in Limerick following recent jobs announcements. So like, there's no doubt that Limerick is an attractive place to live and we've seen those jobs announcements in recent months. We're also attracting people who want a more affordable place to live. They want to move away from more expensive places either in Ireland or further afield and with access to the amenities that we have on our doorstep in Limerick, you know, the west of Ireland is right there. But what's happening here is because approved housing bodies are bulk buying, it means we may be ticking the box when it comes to social delivery and you might question whether that's delivery if they're actually buying from private developers. But down the line, I suppose, are we running the risk of falling into a cycle where maybe we don't have enough private rental and purchase for the working population in Limerick? And is that the big concern here? Yeah, so speaking on the ground to people, you know, the sites that are being delivered in Castle Troy with low or in some cases zero worker-friendly housing. So people travelling to the technology park in Castle Troy every day or to the university or to the schools or medical centres, they're hoping to buy homes and they're looking at these developments and they're saying, I can't wait to see them come up on the market because I'll put my name in and maybe I'll be able to rent them. But it might come as a shock to them to find that they're not going to be able to buy them. And what we're realising now is these homes are not going to come to the market because they've been bought in bulk by state agencies. So the question that's being asked is, you know, how prevalent is this bulk buying by approved housing bodies? Maybe how widespread is it in Limerick and across the country? And my understanding is it may be happening in more places than we think. And the fear being shared with me from the multinational sector is that employees want the homes. As they get more employment into the region, it's going to be a worry that renting or buying private homes will be more difficult. And there is the potential that this cycle, if it continues, it will be a bigger problem down the line. And it begs the question, I suppose, what will Limerick look like if we don't get it right as an investable location? Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine that buying or renting a private home would become increasingly difficult because we already know it's very difficult as it is. But can you kind of summarise for us what you've learned from working on this over the past couple of weeks? Okay, so what I'm learning about it, this is about getting mixes right and there are concerns about the way the models run working. So remember this, central governments, and this is important, central government will set a target for local authorities to deliver and local authorities are under huge pressure to deliver and because of the imbalance possibly in targets, the private and affordable slice of the pie we mentioned earlier has a smaller segment of the delivery pipeline at the moment. So approved housing bodies, the question is, are they causing an imbalance, distorting the market and with the bulk purchasing of homes before they hit the market and leaving less homes for others to buy? So I suppose to put it into perspective, you know, Limerick City and County Council have to deliver, have to deliver just 264 affordable homes under Housing for All, the government's uh, housing for All plan. And meanwhile, the social housing target is 2,693. So the social housing target is almost 10 times the size of the affordable housing target, or if you want to put it into that, 900% bigger. And that policy is encouraging possibly the situation we're in where it's a lack of prioritisation and protection of worker housing. And what's also being raised as a concern is the overall thinking, Gillian, when it comes to master planning communities. And 
are we thinking about how these communities are going to cohesively work over the coming years or do we run a risk of repeating problems we've seen in Limerick in the past? And the final thing here, and this is the important thing, is the key worry is that, you know, your postgrads, your nurses, your teachers, your lecturers in universities, your factory workers or your foreign direct executives want to be as close to work as possible with a roof over their head and they're thinking, I won't be able to get into that game because state agencies are bulk purchasing from the market. Okay, well, thanks for all of that, Nigel. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.